When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, speak to us tonight. God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. God, you are attracted to atmospheres that celebrate you because your throne is literally surrounded by celebration. So God, I pray that even while the word is going forth tonight, that you would take your seat tonight and that you would take residence in this message tonight, God. Take your throne tonight, God. We create an atmosphere in this building and online that celebrates you. Come on, Wednesday. Why would he come sit in an environment that he's not accustomed to or used to? Can I get you to create celebration in this building and online? Come on, Atlanta. Come on, Florida. Come on, Texas. Come on, California. Come on, Indiana. Come on, Dominican Republic. Come on, Houston. Come on, Colorado Springs. Hallelujah. Come on, tell him. Say, speak, Lord. Let's go to work. So this is the last message in this series we've been in called Spiritual Adulting. Sunday's message was you need an attitude adjustment. How many of you from Sunday's word, you learned that you really did need an attitude adjustment? If your hand's not up, you need one now because you should have seen something on Sunday that showed you that sometimes your attitude can shift. Sometimes your attitude can be altered. Why? Because sometimes we have to be careful that we do not let people or things or circumstances trigger us to act childish. In that message, we learn that our speaking, our thinking, and our reasoning are what form our attitude. And in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, the Apostle Paul says, when I was a child, I thought like one, I spoke like one, I reasoned like one, but when I became a man, 
And I've taught you that that word became means decided, which means you have to decide to mature. You have to decide to grow up. Let's go here. You have to decide to be a good Christian. You have to decide to be a good son. You have to decide to be a good daughter. You have to decide to be a good husband. You have to decide to be a good wife. You have to decide. Whatever you're going to do, hear me, it is not going to be automatic. You're going to have to make the decision that anything I do, I'm going to be the best at it. I'm glad you're not sitting next to a settler. I'm glad you're sitting next to somebody that says anything I set my hand to I'm going all is there anybody beside me in this building and online lift your hand say I go all in Paul said I decided when I decided to become a man or a spiritual adult watch what he did I gave up or separated from my childish ways and I've taught you all this month that your childish ways are not just going to flee from you Uh, sometimes we'll say somebody will grow out of it not true let me prove it to you because all of us have met old fools all of us have met people that watch me they are they have aged but they have not matured and there is a difference between aging and maturing I'm so glad that you do the latter of the two you're the person that wants me even though you're younger than some of the people you work with you got more maturity than them even though watch me you may be the youngest in your family all of the old folk in your family come to get wisdom from you why because you are the spiritual adult and for some of you I need you to hear me you've been the one that God has chosen to be the spiritual adult in your bloodline because Everybody else has played games with God until you. Everybody else has said, I'm going to do it my way until you. Everybody else has been rebellious to God until you. Everybody else said, well, it's what I want. But you're the one that said, not my will, but your, I wish I had some people in this building tonight that are sur- Where are the surrendered people at tonight? I- That's all just the voices. I said, where are the surrendered people at? It- And I may not be what I want to be, but I can thank God that I'm not where I used to be. Hallelujah. Paul said, when I became a man, I had to give up my childish ways. I had to give up being selfish. I had to give up being self-centered. I had to give up having a nasty attitude. I had to give up getting mad at people and throwing temper tantrums as if that's an adult way to solve problems. I had to give up, watch me, trying to have a bad attitude to suck the energy out of a room. I had to give up thinking that I came to be worshipped instead of coming to worship. I had to give up chasing the dollar because when I chased the dollar, I discovered that the dollar don't satisfy like the deliverer satisfies. I... I had to give up doing it my way. Uh, I had to give up getting into relationships just because I liked what I saw on the outside. I had to realize that if it ain't a package, I don't want it. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. I I had to give up doing childish things and I had to separate from my childish ways. So this message, this last message of this series is called God Ain't In That Attitude. And I know it's not the best English, but you're gonna remember the phrase when you go home. Say, God ain't in that attitude. I taught you on Sunday um, that your attitude determines your altitude. So you will only go as high in life as your attitude lets you go. Which for some of you, this is such an important principle because you don't lack talent, you don't lack skill, you don't lack ability, you don't lack anointing. What you lack is a good attitude. Because you always, watch me, you always find negative things. You always, watch me, have a defensive posture. And so anybody that deals with you has to be prepared to go to war just to have a conversation. Come on, say my attitude determines my altitude. Mm -mm, Say that thing like you believe it. Say my attitude determines my altitude. 
Now in Philippians 2.5, this is what the Apostle Paul writes to the Philippian church. He says, we must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, which means this is a demand. This is a command. This is a directive. It was not an inquisition. It was not a question. He said, you got to have this attitude. Now notice it says that Christ Jesus had instead of Jesus Christ. There's a significance there because Christ is not God's last name. Uh, Jesus in Hebrew, Yeshua, Christ is a Greek word coming from the Greek word Christos, which means the anointed one. It means the Messiah. The Hebrew word there, language of our Old Testament, is the word Moshiach. Pay attention. It means he is the one that has been promised, the anointed one, his anointing and his anointed. So Christ is really a title that he doesn't just have, but you and I have the same title. Why? Because the Bible says, as he is, so are we in the earth, which means anything that I see him do, I can do myself. That's why Jesus says, greater works than these that I have done shall you do. I'm glad you sit next to a greater works type of person. Uh-uh. Make sure you ain't sitting next to somebody that's just trying to suffer and survive through life, but you're sitting next to somebody that said, I'm going to happen to life. Life's not going to happen to me. Why? I was born to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. So watch me. He says you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So he puts the title before his name because after God had gone through the process of Calvary, after he had gone through the process of being beaten and being stripped, his beard being ripped out, the crown of thorns being put on his head, the piercing them in his side, after he'd gone through that process, he had survived, watch me, and he went through hell and kept a good attitude. You are your most anointed when you're your most annoyed and you keep a good attitude. I'm going to preach this. I know how to preach this right here. You are your most anointed when you can snap, cracker, and pop on everybody, but instead you choose to say shalom to you. You are your most anointed when you can go to hell and come out of it and look at somebody and say, baby, I've been through the worst, and so you can't threaten me. With are there any survivors in this building tonight? Are there any survivors on my own life? If you ever been through pure D hell, worship God for five seconds that you made it. You made it. Come on, Wednesday. Open your mouth, shout, I'm a survivor. He went through hell and kept a good attitude. They taunted him and said, You're supposed to be God. And you know what he if it was me? See, I'm glad I'm not God. Because if it was me, oh listen, it, it'd be it'd be it'd be the book of numbers all the time. The earth would be opening every day, all day. On, on demand, right? Literally, they're taunting him. You're supposed to be God. And you know what he does? He's silent. You know your attitude is positive when you've learned that if what I have to say ain't gonna say something good and bless, I ain't... Watch me. You are your most anointed when you can go through pure D hell and keep a smile on your face. You are your most anointed when you can go through pure D annoyance, aggravation, antagonization, and still say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made glad in it. Come on, say, I got to have this attitude. Uh, don't get crying on me. I say, I got to have this attitude. So the reason it, it flips it here and says Christ Jesus is because he, the title now is preeminent over his name because he earned this. 
He demonstrated that he could go through annoyance and keep a good attitude. Question, what would we put here for you? What would we say for you? Would we be able to say you've kept a good attitude? Or would we be able to say you ain't got nothing but attitude? Would we be able to say that you've kept a good attitude? Or would we have to say you ain't nothing but a difficult attitude to deal with? Okay, see how quiet it is? See how quiet? Um, when people think of you, do they smile? Or do they have to go pray in the Holy Ghost? Come on, y'all. When people think of you, do they rejoice? Or do they say, I can't stand that? Mm. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. What was that attitude? A positive attitude. And I talked to the attributes of a positive attitude. The attributes are as following. They're on the screen. Number one, confidence. Say, I'm confident. Not only do you have to be confident, and watch me, the confidence is not in you. The confidence is in God. It means I've got this because God's got me. Number two, happy. Listen, there's too many Christians that walk around mad, miserable, and sad. And when they see somebody enjoying life and having a life and smiling and being excited and celebrating, watch me, they look at them like something's wrong with them. No, boo, something is wrong with you. God's been too good to me for me to be walking around here like... Like I was baptized in pickle juice. God's been too good to me. Listen, and I may not have everything that I want, but I can celebrate what it is that I have. There may be some miracles that are still working themselves out, but I can celebrate the miracles that he's already done. Make sure you ain't sitting next to a negative attitude, somebody. Touch him on the shoulder and say, has he been good to you? And if they don't respond right, go move your seat. He's been good. So I'm confident. Then I am happy. Say happy. happy. Right? Watch me. Not only that, but then look at this. Um, this positive attitude, it is sincere. Say sincere. sincere. This means it goes all in. It gives 100%. A positive attitude gives 100%. When you have a positive attitude, you don't have nothing. All right? All right, listen, how do I know many Christians don't have a positive attitude? It's because you do the least and want the most. You do the very least and you want, watch me. And what's crazy is you want people to give you 100%, but you don't give 100%. Come on, open your mouth, say, I'm all in. All right, watch me. Not only is it confident, happy, and sincere, it's determined. A positive attitude says, I'm going to get it done. You're not going to stop me. I'll find a way to get it done. A positive attitude takes a no, and they say, let me finish the sentence for you. This way. You missed it. See, when someone tells me no, you don't have the, that much power. You just don't. So what you're saying to me is, not this way. Let me finish the sentence for you. So say no. Say no, Bishop. No. Yeah, I'm not even hearing what you're saying. Because see, when you have a positive attitude, you'll say this way which means I'll find another way to get it done but making it to the destination that's not negotiable I'm gonna get it done and either you're gonna do it with me or without watch me I'm going so either you're coming or you're not but either way I got somewhere to go would you elbow somebody next to you and say I got somewhere to go I got I got places to go I got people to see I got deals to close I got lives to change and I will not tell God I didn't let it happen because I dealt with some sorry negative attitude person Confident, happy, sincere, determined, optimistic. A positive attitude always believes that it's going to get better. 
A positive attitude wakes up like this might be the day. A positive attitude can wake up for 364 days and not get the answer they want and get up on day 365 and say, but it might happen today. You got to keep yourself in a seat of expectation. And for some of y'all, the enemy, he's got you in a place to where you don't even expect anything because you don't want to be let down. That's why you keep getting let down. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, which means if you don't get your expectation high, your realization is ever going to be high either. Open your mouth Wednesday. Say, I'm expecting something amazing. Confident, happy, sincere, determined, optimistic, responsible. A positive attitude person, they do what they say they're going to do. They handle their part. You never have to worry about a person with a positive attitude doing their part or not. You, you Watch me. A positive attitude person, they are normally low maintenance, high impact people. They don't need a lot and they do a lot. In fact, they don't even want you to know all of what they did. So a positive attitude person would rather just get it done and they don't care about somebody clapping for them. They're just happy to see that it got done. I pray you're not sitting next to an attention whore that only want to be celebrated because they did something and they want everybody to see them doing something. A positive attitude person says, I don't care who gets the credit. I just want to make sure that we get this thing done. Confident, happy, sincere, optimistic, determined, responsible. Look at these last definitions. Flexible. A positive attitude person recognizes that sometimes things may have to change. Sometimes I may have to change. A positive attitude person does not, look at me, they do not get rigid when the situation requires flexibility. So a positive attitude person is like, well, just in case this don't go right, I got a plan C, a plan 44, what does this mean? I'm flexible. So I'm going to get what needs to get done, done. But just in case so-and-so don't do what they're supposed to do, I got a plan for that. Because so-and-so don't do what they're supposed to do, I got a plan for that. Because this happened, I got a plan for that. Because watch me, my attitude is such that I will not crash my plane because I have irresponsible co-pilots. I will not crash my plane because I have people who don't match my attitude. Which is why I pray in December, God put people in your life that match your positive attitude. You don't need to spend one moment with people who do not match your positive attitude. Because you know why? You'll spend all of your time trying to get them to get their attitude together. And so you're so tired at the end of the day just trying to deal with them. You don't have energy to actually accomplish anything. Uh-uh. God's about to put some positive attitude people around you. Every leader, every business owner, every entrepreneur, lift your hand and say, positive people are coming. And they're going to show up with solutions. And they're going to show up with suggestions. And they're going to show up with money. And they're going to show up with ability. Flexible. What's me? Reliable. Positive attitude person is reliable. You know they're going to do what they're supposed to do. You can rely on them. A positive attitude person is tolerant. What does this mean? They recognize that they, this is, please, if you don't hear nothing else tonight, please hear this. They recognize there is no fruit in trying to fight or fix people. I'm going to go really slow right here. Because this, 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 this part took me some time to get. This part took me some time to get. And sometimes it still takes me some time. Right, but look at your neighbor and say, take you some time too. Come on, I'll take as many of us spend our time trying to fight with people to be what we perceive they can be. 
I pray that you are not infatuated with the hope of who they could be. Because that will torture you. Watch me. Watch me. I'm not going to try to fight you, and I'm not going to try to fix you. What I have to do is recognize I can't make grown people do nothing they don't want to do. So a positive attitude says you're not going to frustrate the hell out of me. Hell, a Greek word, Gehenna, which means hot trash. I'm not cussing. You're not going to frustrate me. It's on the screen. You're not. Watch me. How many of us, you can be honest. My hand's up before I even say it. How many of us, you can be honest that you spend a lot of your time trying to fight people and fix people to adjust their attitude? Okay. All right. All of us have. All of us have. And if your hand's not up, you're the one we tried. Online, do the hand emoji. Watch me. A positive attitude person says, hmm. This is what you are, so I need to put you in the appropriate box, in the appropriate category. Watch me. Whites don't go with colored clothes. You can't put bleach on colored clothes. You're going to have spots. So let me put you in the right basket. Let me put you in the right category. And when I need what's in that category, that's when I'll deal with you. Other than that, you ain't going to stress me out. You're not going to worry me. Watch me. You're not going to bother me. Listen, I'm not going back and forth with no ninjas. I'm living my, if you don't open up your mouth, say, Father, forgive me for trying to fight and fix people. Now, all the negative attitude people are thinking this. Well, people can change. Yeah, but you still haven't. I'm not responsible for nobody else's change. You are not responsible for anybody else's change. Free yourself and the rest will follow. You are not responsible for somebody grown to change. So you'll be mad all day trying to, they need to do this and they need to do this. And I talked to them and I met with them. For what? For what? If they knew to change and didn't change and have been repeatedly told to change, they're telling you with their accents, they're not going to change. So who needs, to be, who needs to be tolerant? You. What does tolerant mean? So I'm going to put them right over here. Watch me. Because you're not going to be blocking my focus. You're, I'm not going I'm not to not get my job done today. Because I'm dealing with your attitude. I'm, you're not going to have me going through the day, going to lunch just to sitting in the car just to get de-stressed. I'm not doing that. Open up your mouth and say, I refuse to lose trying to change somebody. That's between God and them. This is a positive attitude. People can change. Yes, but that's on them. That's not my responsibility. That's not your responsibility. Free yourself from that. Especially, look at me, especially those of you who you're very merciful. Because you meet every negative attitude person and you see them as a project. I'm working with them. That's what you think you're doing? Let me tell you, let me give you proof that working with them ain't working. Is that you're still having the same conversations. So what we need to do is I just need to put you in the right category. Watch me. You ain't finna make me mad. You're not, I'm not finna be all as well. Shalom. All right, let's move. A, t- a positive attitude is humble. It doesn't think more highly of itself than it ought to. 
A positive attitude always has this position. I can get better. You did amazing. Yeah, praise God. But you know, I can so keep evolving. Positive attitude is a student. Positive attitude is diligent. Say consistent. Positive attitude. You can, bless me. Listen, this is, please get this revelation. When you have a positive attitude, you like regimen and routine. See, for some of you, watch me. Let me tell you why you're so emotional. It's because your life doesn't have any consistency to it. So your emotions tell you how to live instead of your schedule. To, y'all gonna hear me. Your emotions tell you how to live because you're not consistent or diligent to anything. When you know I gotta be here at this time and this is non-negotiable because I have a positive attitude, your emotions aren't gonna talk you out of being there. Your emotions ain't gonna tell you, I ain't missing church. Why? I got a positive attitude. I am consistent. I, I don't care if I gotta fight back tears. I'm consistent. I don't care if I gotta fight back uh, aggravation. I am consistent and I am diligent. Come on, open your mouth and say, I have a positive attitude. Now, there were four types of attitudes. First was a positive attitude. This is the same attitude that Jesus had. You see all of these characteristics in him. But then the other three attitude types, these are the attitudes that God ain't in these attitudes. The first was a negative attitude. This one complains. It blames. It's always frustrated. It easily doubts. It's easily angered. It runs from what challenges them. It's full of hatred, pessimism, resentment, jealousy, and has an inferiority complex. This attitude does not like to see other people do well, and it low-key is a hater on everybody. This is the person that's in your circle that, watch me, that they clap at the same time they chat. The Lord spoke something to me powerful today. He said, son, I need you to go in the spirit. And he said, I need you to deal with the enemies. You ready for this? This is going to bad. He said, I need you to deal with the enemies that haven't shown their hand yet. He says, because there's some sleeper cells that you didn't even know were at operation that while you're releasing one thing, they're releasing something counter. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. He said, while you're going in one direction, they're releasing something counter to that. He said, you ready for this? It went deeper. He said, and son, I need you to go cancel the people who have prayed that you fail. He said, because everybody, watch me, they smiling, but they don't necessarily want to see. Oh, my God. We go in the spirit to cancel the prayers of any person that prayed that you wouldn't succeed, that prayed that you wouldn't make it, that prayed that you would not make it happen. Open up your mouth, shout, cancel. This negative attitude has an inferiority complex. It's always in competition with people. It's always, well, why they get it? Well, why they do it? This is a negative attitude. Say, I release and renounce a negative attitude. Second type of attitude that God's not in is a neutral attitude. This attitude is, it, it ignores things. This attitude plays dumb a lot. Y'all quiet. <laughs> if you don't know who we're talking about, hi, hello. You ready? This attitude act like they don't know what is clear. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to do? Ninja. It, they ignore because they're neutral. And you have to be careful because when you're neutral, you have to be very careful about this. Because when you are neutral, I showed you on Sunday the different plane, the nose position. So a negative attitude is always downward. That's me. Uh, a neutral attitude, it flies level. So it's, watch me, it's an attitude that doesn't do anything. 
It's lazy. It's complacent. It's indifferent. And the danger of this attitude, see, a positive attitude always has its nose position slightly increased because the wings have to get what's called lift under them. A neutral attitude doesn't have that same disposition. See, some of you think, well, I ain't negative. I just ain't positive either. That's worse. Because you don't even realize that you've stalled and you're stagnant. But because you have a circle who are stalled and stagnant, too. It simply reinforces what you choose to do. It's detached. It's disconnected. It's unemotional. I just don't get emotional. Is that true? Or have you learned to turn your emotions off because you think that emotions make you weak? There are certain things you're supposed to feel. It's part of the human experience. The Bible says that Jesus wept. He felt the pain when his friend Lazarus died, but come in Wednesday. But what did he do? He looked at the place that Lazarus was laid and he said, Lazarus, come forth. In other words, I felt this thing, but I needed to feel it so that I would take some action. Hear me, Wednesday. There are certain things that you're trying to shut off and God says, you need to feel this because when you feel this, it's going to make you take action. Detached, disconnected, unemotional about things that they should have some level of emotionalism about. Now pay attention. It is, it is, emotion demonstrates passion. Passion demonstrates concern. Concern demonstrates care. Care demonstrates love. Okay? Let me help some of you. Um, you have to learn, because some people say, I just know me and I'll, I'll just, I'll start seeing red, Bishop, and that's it. You need to come down. Okay, that is a cop out for not controlling your emotions. I got anger issues. Yes, it's too much. And the reason you do it, watch me. Here's here's why. The reason you do it is because it gives you a sense of control. So you get really angry because you want to reestablish. I'm back in control. But you lose control of yourself to get control of something that would have gotten back together had you just... I don't know why we need to do this tonight, but let's go up in the spirit. I come against angry outbursts. Oh, my God. I come against uncontrollable anger, especially if you know you have this. Lift your hand and say, I release and renounce that. Okay, this is a neutral attitude. Now, look at this. Say, God ain't in this attitude. Uh, the, The last type of attitude, there's only four attitude types. Positive, negative, neutral. Here's the fourth one, sicken, S-I-K-K-E-N. When you have a sicken attitude, you're sickening to deal with. You have a sick, I'm making it as plain as I can. When you have a sicken attitude, you're negative about positive things. Somebody give you a million dollars. It was only a million. They took all this taxes out my money. You get a new place, it's aight. You get a new car. Mm. Be careful that you don't date sicken people because they'll poison you then leave you.
because you'll be so excited about it. And they'll look at you like, yeah. And you'll begin to reduce the value of who you are so you begin to play the character they want you to be. Because they're negative about positive things. Anything positive, they're negative about. They have something negative to say about anything positive. So-and-so just got married. To who? Ain't this number four? It may be, but can't you just say, praise God, 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 God. What if your negativity about other people's positive is why God says, I'm going to hold yours back? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's celebrate. You ready? Everything God has done, watch me, for everybody else we know in the first 11 months. Come on, Wednesday. Let's celebrate what he's done for your friends, for your family, for your mama them, from your cousin them, from your uncles, your nieces, your nephews. God, thank you for blessing them, which means I must be... Come on, Wednesday, touch somebody next to you and say, you must be matched. We ain't a hater, we're celebrators. Grab a seat, we're almost done. This sickened attitude, watch me, it's destructive to themselves and others. This sickened attitude will tear your house up. You ready? You ready? They'll tear your credit up. They ain't never going to pay that. And they got it. And here's what ticks you off. They study on Instagram, lunch, this. You're like, can you pay me my money back? You sure having a good time? Run me my money. You taking trips? So you got it. You ready? They are destructive to themselves and others. They will tear things up. Simply, you ready for this? Simply for the point of tearing it up. Y'all remember in the movie Dark Knight? Y'all know I'm a Batman fan. And I gotta be honest, this new like, generation of Batman, I'm not really into that. But, but y'all remember the one with the Joker and, 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 and the dude talking real deep. Chris, was it Christian Bale? Bane? Right. So the one with the Joker, right? Where the uh, Heath Ledger, is that his name? You remember that? And, and in the movie, they were trying to say, well, what is the Joker after? Y'all remember in the movie how he got all of the mob, and all that, he got all their money, he put it in the warehouse, and then he set their money on fire? And they couldn't believe that he set it on fire. Because to them, why would you destroy money? A person with a sickened attitude would destroy what you see as valuable because they see no value in anything. You ready? They act as if they have nothing to lose. A person with a sickened attitude will act as if, watch me, why work for years to build, to develop, to only set it on fire and destroy it? You, let's go here. You work too hard to pull yourself out of pits and low places. I wish somebody would try to pull you back into a place that you pull yourself up out of. Come on, say, I release and renounce a sickened attitude. So I want to show you these attitudes in action in the scripture and then we're done. Say, God ain't in that attitude. 
I want to show you what happens um, if you're not careful when you don't check your attitude. And this is for us all, especially those who think I have a great attitude. I'm really talking to you. All right. Because there's some attitudes that God ain't in. I want to show you a man. Let me introduce you to this man. His name is Uzziah. In 2 Chronicles 26 and 3, let's meet Uzziah. Say Uzziah. All right. Uh, Donald Lawrence says Uzziah, but Uzziah is the pronunciation. Uzziah was 16 years old when he began to reign. How old was he? 16. But for many of you, you're going to be doing things, watch me, at ages that people say you should not be doing it at. Come on, you're going to be able to retire in your 40s. If you don't open your mouth, you're going to be able to do things that are, that other people think are too early for you to do. Come on, Wednesday, if you know that God's going to accelerate some things in your life, I'm going to give you one opportunity to shout right there, put a praise on it right there. Go. Y'all better hear me. Isaiah was 16 years old when he began to reign. Verse 4, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He did what was what? Right. In whose eyes? God's eyes. Let's stop right here. Part of having a positive attitude means I want to please God. So it's not about what's right to me. Screw what's right to me. This is Wednesday. Can we talk direct? Forget, forget. But I just feel, ain't nobody asked you what you feel. You know the problem with today's culture is there's a lot of opinionated people and nobody asked your opinion. Well, I think this, I didn't ask you. I, 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 I didn't ask. What's me? What's me? And he did what was right in whose eyes? The Lord's. Tell him, make him this commitment. Make him this commitment. Say, Lord, I want to do what's right to you. Mm -mm, come on, tell him, tell him, Wednesday, tell him, tell him, tell him. Say, Lord, I want to do what's right to you. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 5, he set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah. Zechariah was the man of God who instructed him in the fear of God or the reverence of God. So what does he do? He's the king, but he submits himself to the man of God. Watch me, which means you are never too powerful to not be submitted to somebody. Don't you marry no man who ain't submitted to a man. Don't you, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I said what I said. Don't you be around people who aren't submitted to somebody. Don't you be around people who talk about pastors and talk about churches and try to run men of God down. Listen, I'm not about that life. You are not too big to be around, to not be submitted. He's the king and he submitted as a man in authority. I am under authority. And my pastor called me right now. I'm walking off this stage. And I said, I'll, I'll be back. He just going to walk off the stage in the middle of the message? Yeah, because what's over me just put a demand on me. Which means, watch me, what's under me has to wait. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Because what's over me just put a demand on me. Ready? Let's go. He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. Say positive attitude. Listen to this line. And as long as he sought the Lord, watch this next line. God, this is going to shout me, made him prosper. What's the significance of the word made? Is that even if it wasn't a good idea, because he sought the Lord, come on Wednesday, God would make it. I need you to fist bump two or three people and say he's about to make you prosper. He, 
And this is bigger than money. This is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. Prosperity is the word shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. Even if you made a bad decision, watch me. He's going to make you prosper. Hey, your hands on yourself. Say, he's going to make me prosper. So, so it wasn't that his ideas were so great. It's just that God took his little broke down plane building business. No, you can get the point. Come here. God, God took his little, look, roof all gone. Wheels all gone. But watch me. But when God makes you prosper, people will see this and say, my God, what a work of art. I'll pay a million dollars for it. For this. See, for some of y'all watching me, you keep thinking you got to have the perfect plan. It's not that you need a perfect plan. You just need to seek the Lord so the Lord will make you. Oh, my God. You watch me. It's not that you know all the answers on the test. God's just going to make sure when you sit to take the test that he's going to bring it back to your remembrance. It's not that you're going to have all the money that you need. God is going to drop the price so you. God, I wish I had some faith in here. Open your mouth. Say he's going to make me prosper. Say it again. He's going to make me prosper. As long as he sought the Lord, God, I'll just shout by myself then. Me and Jalen will shout. Come on. God made him prosper. Which means even if he's doing something in a city where he shouldn't be succeeding at it, <laughs> God is going, if you don't push somebody, say he's about to make you prosper. Even though you don't have the degree, he's going to make you prosper. Even though you don't have the qualifications they say you need, he's going to make them give you the job. Open up your mouth and say he's making it happen. I need you to prophesy over your December. Say, and it starts this December. He's about to make them sign the deal. He's about to make them give you the opportunity. He's about to make them lower the price. He's a He's gonna make you prosper. But they said, I don't have the degree. You won't need it. But they said, you got to get this qualification and this qualification and this qualification. You won't need it. As long as he sought the Lord. God, you say, shout it loud. Made him prosper. It's on the screen. God, but. Let's put your name in here. We're about to move, but let's put your name in here. As long as sought the Lord, God, they can fire 11,000 people from Facebook, but they can't get you. They can, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. They can let go of everybody else, but they can't touch you. They can. Let's go. They can raise everybody else's rent. Ain't touching yours. They can make everybody else pay full price for the house. You ain't paying that. They can make everybody else pay that price for the car. You ain't paying that. And God made him. 
go. So for some of you trying to figure out, how do I make this happen? That's the problem. You trying to make it happen. There's already a formula set in motion for you. Ready? Come on, we got to go. Verse 15. He made machines. And it wasn't like these are the best machines. Ain't got no wheels. They got red you know, paint on the back. Ain't got, the cap is missing. See, if God is for you, See, you ready? For some of you, I need you to prepare for something. Say, prepare for what, Bishop? There's some folk that don't like you now. And you ain't even prospering yet. You just getting started. They're going to be trying to figure out how is this happening for her? How is this happening for him? How is it happening for them? And you'll be able to tell them, look, I wish I could tell you it was me, but it was not me. God made me. God, that's good to me. He made machines. What's this next part? And his fame spread. You ready? Far. He was marvelously helped. Okay, let's just go here. We got we to gotta put this in the atmosphere. Bishop, why do you have us talk so much in church? Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death and the power of your? If you don't say it, you'll never? All right, Bishop, why do you have us touch our neighbors so much? Online, why do I have you tag people so much? Because Matthew says, wherever two or three touch a green on anything, it shall be done for them. So every time you touch somebody, watch me, you ain't just touching them. You're activating a spiritual principle. Every time you're touching them, you say, whatever I say, we agree with it. When we agree with it, heaven has to respond. Do you not know there are angels standing in this building right now? There are angels at your house, angels around that are standing, waiting on you to tell them what to do. That's why our December series is called Angels and Demons, because I'm going to show you how to activate your end. They are standing by waiting, saying, please agree on something so we can go make something happen. Touch somebody next to you say, God is helping you out. He was marvelously helped marvelously helped. Who grew up in church? Wave at me if you grew up in church. Y'all remember, uh, marvelous, 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 marvelous thing. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He's done marvelous. Praise the Lord. Okay, we gotta stop. <laughs> That's, 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 that's an old song. But when them tennis came in, I was like. <laughs> it's an old school song. Don't worry about it. If you don't know it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll do it on Throwback Sunday. Listen. Boy, he was marvelously helped. I, I don't think you understand. He was marvelously helped. Let me, let me show you marvelous help. Come on. Let me show you marvelous help. So, so. You know, fall, trip, make a mistake. Because God is so into him, he's like, uh-uh, ain't nobody finna see this. Come here, come here, come here. Even when you fall and make a mistake, God says, ain't nobody ever gonna know. Because I'm gonna fix you in private. Because I'm marvelously... 
See, where are the people in the building where you've seen God do this for you? Where nobody knew how low you were, nobody knew how discouraged you were, how depressed you were, how much anxiety you had, but God helped you. If he's ever helped you, you owe God a praise on three. One, two, three, go! We owe him a praise. We owe him a praise. We owe him a praise. This one, somebody said, he's helped me marvelously. He is so in to Uzziah that he says, nobody's ever going to know. He was 16 when he got started. So, you know, he started, you know, you know, people are people. So, you know, he started, you know, looking at, you know, looking at things and you know, checking things out and all that. And God says, oh, come here. I'm so into you. I'm going to cover you while you figuring you out. I'm so into you. I'm going to cover you to where even when you have doubt, they're never going to know you doubted me. Even when you weren't sure if you believed, they're never going to know. Even if you had moments of weak, they're never going to know. Because I'm going to help you like that. And when you can't think of any ideas for your little machine business, I'm going to make one little change to your little machine business. And now you're going to take this out and they're going to be like, two million, I give you two. I'm so into you that I'm not going to let you lack anything and I'm going to make sure that the kingdom thrives under you. Why? Because you're so into me, Uzziah. I'm so into you. Watch me. And your attitude attracts me to you. Oh my God. I wonder if there's any people in the building or online where you want your attitude to attract God your way. But I'm helping him. God, I pray the attitude of Bishop Kevin Foreman attracts you. I pray that my attitude makes you lean in my direction. Come on, Wednesday, lift your hands. We're about to go. Say, Lord, be attracted to my attitude. Look what it says. He was marvelously helped. The fact that it has to point out the fact that he is marvelously helped means that there are other people who were not marvelously helped. Which means he didn't do this for everybody. <laughs> You're going to get what everybody else doesn't. And for some of you, this is why some of your bloodline has a problem with you. Because y'all came from the same place, but you seem to be doing better. They can't figure out how you're doing what you're doing. And y'all came from the same place. But that's because, watch me, my attitude attracts God's help. And you didn't know how many nights I felt like quitting, but my attitude attracted his help. You don't know how many days I felt like giving up, but my attitude attracted his help. You don't know how many times I said, I can't do it, I can't go on, but my attitude attracted his help. Here's the problem. Tilly was strong. I've seen this as a shepherd. That when people are on their come up, they're into him. But when they think they came up, I don't know that I believe in organized religion. Organized religion is why you have a mouth trick. Organized religion is why you have a car, why you have a house. Organized religion is why you got the business you do. You didn't know excellence until you were taught excellence. Organized religion... I don't, I don't know that I, I don't know that I, I don't know but I, I believe in that 
it built you. It made you. I'll dare you doubt what made you. I've seen this happen over and over again to people. When they own their way. Anybody ever seen this happen? Come on, speak this over your life. Say, and it cannot be me. Come on. I need you. No, no, no. Please don't play with that because I need you to hear me. You cannot let the enemy punk you and play you after all this progress you made. God has helped you. God has favored you. God has prospered you. God has made your name be brought up. I need you to open your mouth. Say, this cannot be me. He was marvelously helped until he got strong. And when he got strong, he started filling himself. And when he got strong, he started getting sloppy with his serve. And when he got strong, he started getting sloppy with putting God first. And when he got strong, he got sloppy. So let me show you how sloppy he gets. Say, how sloppy does it get, Bishop? Watch this attitude change. But when he was strong, he grew proud. Grew means his attitude started changing over time. You didn't become a bastard. You, you, you. This has been on progress. No, 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 bastard. Fatherless one. Fatherless one. Come on, come on. It's Wednesday. Come on, can I talk? You didn't become a battle axe, ma'am. This has been in progress. This has been happening time. And because you didn't get checked, you thought it was acceptable. But when he was strong, he grew proud. He like, look at what I built. This amazing plane business. It's whack planes I want to say something these whack planes you didn't even know that this was missing this is how trust me this is how crazy you are Uzziah you didn't even know that there was a part that was supposed to go there his attitude changed over time watch me to his destruction so now what do we have a sickened attitude for he was unfaithful to the Lord now what do we have a negative attitude. How did this happen? Over time. For Christians, look at me. It's called boiling frog theory in psychology. You drop a frog. Now, first of all, I don't know that we should be boiling frogs. But boiling frog theory says you drop a frog into hot water. It's going to pop out. You put it into water that's the temperature it used to and gradually turn it up. You'll kill it. Because it did not sense the change. And for some of y'all, for some of y'all, you got to hear me. You haven't even sensed that you're off. You haven't even, you're blaming it on everybody else. You have not even sensed that it's you. For he was unfaithful to the Lord. So the Lord helped him marvelously. The Lord made him prosper. And now he's unfaithful. And it's easy to look at Isaiah. We're almost done. So I can't believe he did that. But how many of us can be honest? My hands up first. That we've seen this happen in us before. Now I need you to speak to say, and it will not happen again. Uh, I need you to say that thing with such a conviction. Like you're going to be vigilant from this day forward. Say, and it will not happen again. So look at what he does. He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God, and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar. Okay, so they had my incense. And they was doing a whole bunch of moving back here. So my incense out? My incense out. All right. I said, the Denver people appreciate the incense. So he's in the temple of the Lord. Just the temple. <laughs> he goes into the temple of the Lord, and he's and he burning incense. Now, Now, you may say... Well, that's good, Bishop. He was just trying to clean it up. 
He just wanted to smell good. Perhaps there was something else going on that he needed to clear out. You ready? You ready? He, he, he burns incense. He takes it into the temple of the Lord. Now, here's the problem with that. Say, there's a problem. Look at verse 17. But Azariah, the priest, went in after him with 80 priests of the Lord who were men of valor. Translation, he took the fighters. I need you to hear me. Do not take people who want to have talk when you need to have fight. You need to know the people in your life that say, uh-uh, I'm going to send this one because she's going to talk. I need somebody to just go in there and regulate. So what do we have now from Azariah? He's out of order. Because the incense were reserved for the priest. Sir, you have no business touching this. This is not your department. It is above your authority. You are out of order. But he has a neutral attitude now. I don't care. That's not how we do it. I see how quiet it is in the building. I don't care. That's not protocol. Make an exception for me. No, you're out of order and your neutral attitude has got your plane stalled. Leave it alone. It's got your plane stalled. Thank you, though. It's got your plane stalled. Watch me. Verse 17. Azariah, the priest went in after him with 80 priests of the Lord. Now, here's my question. If Azariah went in there by himself, or excuse me, if uh, Uzziah goes in there by himself, Azariah brings one plus 80. It's 81 dudes. Walk up on Uzziah and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Pay attention. You ready? Everybody ain't wrong. They just don't understand my anointing. You don't have one. There's nothing to understand. Because if you had one, you'd sense that you were off. I know this is real, which is why I let this message be on a Wednesday night. Because I would have had to be had a lot of worship breaks at 1115 if I did this on Sunday. Because this is meaty, but I need you to, listen, I need you to leave full tonight. Because I need you to make sure you don't become Uzziah. And this will not be my story. Come on, let's last couple of verses. Verse 18. It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priest. Get out the sanctuary. You have done wrong, and it will bring you no honor from the Lord. So what happened? Here's how you know when your attitude is off. After you get corrected, look at the next verse. He was angry. Your attitude is off if when you get checked, you get an attitude. It's quiet in this building. Bring me my robes. I didn't know it was Catholic night. I tried to change my look up a little bit to make it a little bit more urban tonight, but I should have brought my robes tonight. Praise the Lord. He got angry. If you get corrected, checked, coached, talked to, met with, email, text, looked at, winked at, and you get an attitude, your attitude is off. If when we go up in worship, and you sit there and make yourself an idol. I'm not doing that. You're not hurting me. The God who was looking for you to give it to him is going to say, 
got it. So when it's time to worship me, you, you, you so into you that, that you won't release what you owe me. We're almost done Wednesday. Then Uzziah was angry. And when he became angry, watch this line right here. I love this Bible. And when he got angry with the man of God, when he became angry with the priest, See, some of y'all, if this word tonight is making you angry, be careful. Because it's for all of us. It's not to judge us. It's, we, listen, we, as I was preparing this word, I was like. We just lay before the altar of the Lord. And when he became angry with the priest, and when he became, pay attention, God did nothing. When his action was wrong, God took everything when his attitude was wrong. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. Can I give you, can I, when he took the wrong action, when he took the wrong action, God did nothing. But when his attitude was wrong, God says, oh, I'm going to shut all this down. Can I give you Bible to back it up? With Adam. When Adam and Eve partook of what they partook of, God did nothing. But when Adam's attitude was negative and he started blaming Eve, God says, get out the garden. I'm not finna have this. And for some of y'all, God ain't mad at your action. He's got an issue with your attitude. Okay. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Touch the neighbor on the shoulder and say attitude, 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 attitude. We gotta go. Then Isaiah was angry. And when he became angry with the priests, leprosy broke out on his forehead. God said, everybody finna see. <laughs> leprosy is the disease of the nervous system, which means you do not feel when you've been cut or injured. And so you repeatedly cut and injure yourself. And so things get infected. And sometimes necrosis can begin. That is the process of skin and body uh, functions beginning to deteriorate and kill themselves. So God says, I'm going to make you die from the head down. He said, it's going to be right here where everybody sees it too. He says, your attitude has made me have to make, a, watch me, an example of you. Now, I know this is heavy for Wednesday night. But if we're hearing this tonight, what does this mean? God's given us an opportunity. He said, get your attitude together and get it together before December starts. Because in December, I'm going to marvelously help you. Come December, come on. I'm going to do what I did for you, Zaya. Come on, open your mouth. We're about to go. Give me two more minutes. Open up your mouth and say, my December's going to be huge. Mind-blowing. Statistic-shattering. Record-breaking. Because my attitude will be right. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. We got to go. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. He says, and then Uzziah was angry when he became, stand at the house too. I want us all to stand together for just a few seconds, a few moments rather. When he became angry with the peace, leprosy broke out on his what? His forehead. Look at me. In the presence of the priest in the house of the Lord. Say leprosy broke out. Leprosy 
Look at this last part, verse 21. And King Uzziah was, the lep- was a leper until the day of his death. And being a leper, he lived in a separate house. Say separate house. He, he, he couldn't go where everybody else was. He couldn't go into the house of the Lord. Watch me. There's some people who, you know, I just, I just feel like I can't worship God. It's your leprosy. I just feel like God doesn't love me. Oh, he loves you. It's your leprosy. I just, I just feel like I can't go to church. It's your leprosy. That's not God. It's your attitude has separated you from him. Because he's not into negative attitudes. He's not into neutral attitudes. He's not into sicken attitudes. I want us all to just take a moment. How many know God spoke to us tonight? I had to cut some verses out for the sake of time. But if you read the story, you'll discover he no longer could manage his own kingdom. You spent all these years building it and God says, I don't know, not anymore. I'm over you. I'm not over you because of your action, Uzziah. I ain't even mad. I covered mostly what you did anyhow. They don't even know the stuff you did. What I'm angry about, Uzziah, is this attitude of yours. What I'm angry about is that who I sent to help you, you consistently hurt. What I'm angry about is who I sent to correct you, you fight them. What I'm angry about is that I sent 81 people to try to get you together. And your anger consumed you. Because you said, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. I'm grown. So you're right. Nobody will tell you what to do. Have your little house. Over here. Is the light come on? Oh, no. Have your little house with no lights. Ain't even got power. (laughs) Have your little life. But you won't have it. For some of you, you ready? Here's your house. You're separated. You ready? You, y'all live in the same house, but you're in another house. Y'all married, but this is, you're in another house. Two worlds. It's because your attitude. Let's take five seconds. Hands up, everybody. We got to go. How many of us know we need to repent for our attitudes? I'm first in line. I'm going to come to my own altar call. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> in Jesus' name. Come on, pray this to me. Say, forgive me, Father, for a negative attitude, a neutral attitude, a sicken attitude. Keep me with a positive attitude all the days of my life. If I slip, if I have a human moment, Give me the grace to recognize it and get right back on track. It's not too late for me. It's not over for me. I've heard this word tonight, which means you've got big plans for me. My future looks amazing. What's next will be big. I will be marvelously helped by the Lord. You will make me prosper. You will bring my name up not for my glory but for your glory in Jesus name 
Here's about ask us real quick. If you're in here, you're not a Christian or you're online where majority of us are, and you're not a Christian tonight, tonight. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him tonight, tonight to recommit yourself to the Lord. Thirdly, you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. Don't let negativity keep you from the Lord. He loves you with an unconditional love. Pay attention to that scripture. Nowhere did it say God stopped loving him. Nowhere did it say that God stopped believing in him. His own attitude separated him from the Lord. And tonight, God's calling for you. He's drawing you. He's not mad. Bishop, I got issues. I got mistakes. We all have issues. We all have mistakes. Bishop, I, I, I got stuff I'm still working through. We all do. We don't come to God. We don't get our life together to come to God. We come to God and God helps us to get order to our lives. If you need to become a Christian tonight, recommit yourself to the Lord. Be sure on three in the building, slip your hand up online, do the hand wavy emoji, say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, wherever you're at, respond right where you're at. Online, do the hand wavy emoji, say it's me. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. Watch this part. With a good attitude. With a positive attitude. From this day forward, in Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, scan the QR code on the screen or text decision to 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.